WNYC would like to issue the following disclaimer. Duplicast is not an Orphan Black recap podcast. It is an Orphan Black podcast and it does contain recaps, but also very silly things. Thank you for listening and please enjoy. I don't see it. Okay, Hannah, I just don't see it. The new one is just so much more attractive. But uh, who says who? The whole internet is saying it. He's creepy, okay? The red gloves, the stupid tie, the French shirt. Oh, please, look at that chiseled jawline. The new Hamburglar is absolutely more attractive than the old Hamburglar. The old Hamburglar is the most beautiful creature I've ever set eyes upon I've never known anybody be so wrong about anything. It feels like such a betrayal. Hi, welcome to Duplicast. I'm Emma Drexler. And I'm Hannah Bingham. And today we're discussing Season 3, Episode 5 of our favourite show, Orphan Black. Gracie just wants to have fun, Cosima has a hot date, and Sarah attempts to convince Helena that her scorpion friend is a liar. Mm-mm. I don't care what you believe. You're institutionalized. Uh-oh. Plus, we're going to be talking to Blake Pastry Dough, an escape artist slash parkour expert, just in case we get thrown into a vaguely Middle Eastern prison and have to escape. I used to play violin, mm-hmm. but I realized I could scale walls. And that's just sort of, it was just a natural progression from there. Being clones, we're very paranoid about scientists and various military organizations trying to trap us. Look, I'm not saying that I haven't been to prison before, is all I'm saying. And I'm not saying that I didn't have to escape. So let's just get into the episode recap. So much trust issues in this episode. I know. Sarah and Helena are not in the best of friends this season. Honestly, it's like the Olsen twins at this point, isn't it? They're just at each other's throats. Which Olsen twin do you think Helena is? Either Mary-Kate or Ashley, one of those two. I agree. So Sarah finds herself in captivity right next to Elena in the adjacent cell, tries to reason with her, doesn't work out too well... You say they are our brothers. I do not believe. No? Mm-mm. I don't care what you believe. You're institutionalized. What does this word mean? It means that you love it here. Don't worry, I'm sure they'll make a nice little cage for your baby too. There's a very useful grill between their two cages so they can talk to each other, which is very nice of them, very considerate. Yes, yeah, sing songs, play cards, sort of. They could, like, flash. Yeah, they could hands. do charades. Gracie's gone full teen drama. Hang on just a minute, miss. Don't even know where you're going, Felix. Wherever they drink Mai Tais. Uh, hang on here, just one second. Um... Mm -hmm. It's like the WB up in here, or the CW as they call it these days. Oh, yes. She would probably call it the CW. She would, wouldn't she? Because she's a young 18-year-old who's out on the town getting drunk. Almost. She wants to go, but they don't let her. Felix and Mrs. S keep her inside drinking gin and juice. Uh, Until suddenly she collapses because apparently if you have sex with one of the caster clones, your eyes turn bright red and you start rotting from the inside? That is the implication. Correct. Because we do have... so bizarre. We do have... What is in their semen? 
that it's like a slow-acting poison within them. Well, whatever causes brain damage in in them, I guess. Do you think it's syphilis? Do you think it's genetic syphilis? Oh, like it's just some kind of syphilis that's so severe that it destroys your body within a month of having sex. Speaking of syphilis, Cosima goes on a hot date with a lady she met on the internet. Very dangerous. Right? She's a holistic healer, which that doesn't mean anything, does it? Well, it's the most dangerous thing about her, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, you're the, uh, you're the hard scientist. Yes, I am annoying like that. I focus on nutrition, body work, spiritual counseling. You're either imbalanced or not, and if not, I try to help you get there. Um, she spends a lot of time saying the hard sciences. Oh, you're interested in the hard sciences. I'm so hard sciences right now. Oh, my goodness. Your hard sciences have got me very excited. And there's a weird photographer outside taking photos of somebody. Yeah. Either Cosima or this, this Shay girl. Maybe they think Cosima is famous actress Tatiana Maslany. Oh, that's probably it. It's probably a real paparazzi in the real life who just somehow got swept up in the show. So at the end of the episode, Sarah helps Helena escape, but Helena does not return the favor, leaving Sarah in the military compound to rot. Oh, yes. But I have a feeling, a little sneaky suspicion that Helena might be back to help her out. Just at the right moment, you know? Let's talk about some of the negatives that we've seen so far in this season. Yeah, I miss Felix being active. I miss Felix's friendship with Allison, which was very funny. I miss a lot of characters. I miss Vic. Uh, Where's he gone? Oh, yeah. Kira's handsome dad. Kira's handsome dad. Well, Is off on Game of Thrones. I mean, regarding Felix, I do feel like he needs to get kidnapped or something. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, to shake it up. Mrs. S is now back to being this kind foster mother her whole you know military badassery is sort of dissipated over the last few episodes yeah she's still got that scar on her eyebrow though from being beat up oh that's a nice touch i would like to have more just general crazy paramilitary action from her weird network of paramilitaries that was very fun and this, like, one-night-stand character whose name I don't remember, the caster clone assault victim, she seems like she has a lot more to do than I first anticipated from her. Well, she's the patient zero, it feels like. Well, there's got to be others. That whole notebook filled with hair. Oh, yeah, filled with people that they've had sex with. Do you, is it's it like just a... for hair art that they're collecting all these samples? Yeah, maybe it's for Victorian hair art. That's our recap. So we're going to take a little break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk to Blake Pastry Dough, escape artist slash parkour expert. Slash friend, hopefully. Slash sister clone. Oh, yeah. So, Blake, thank you so much for being on the show with us. Thank you for having me. Now, we're very excited because obviously this last episode of Orphan Black had a lot of escaping from prisons, but it's something that clones actually have to do on on a pretty regular basis is is to escape from, you know, kind of sometimes dangerous situations. Or just even bad dates that you don't want to stick around for. Sometimes your only escape is a tiny hole in a wall, Mm -hmm. at least the dates I've been on. Mm -hmm. Like a tiny, tiny bathroom window... Or like a tiny grate like in a tiny, the back of an oven. A tiny pipe. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, is that 
a pipe that is tiny for a pipe or just tiny for a clone body? Um, I've been in both situations.、Mm-hmm. Yeah,、um, actually, just just before you start, like, why don't you、mm-hmm. just give us a little bit of background to you? Because obviously, you are、uh, another one of our clones, right? And we're all good at escaping, but you've really chosen to take it to the next level. Yeah, I really focused on it. I used to play violin、mm-hmm. for a very long time. My hands were so dexterous、mm-hmm. that I realized I could scale walls. Oh wow! And that's just sort of—it was just a natural progression from there. Sorry to go on a tangent, but I, I think I realized that、um, Blake and I are wearing the exact same shirt. Oh yeah, we are. Clone mind, you see. Sometimes it just happens. So,、uh, Blake,、oh, yes. the,、yeah. I, I, th-、right. I think what a, a fun thing for us to do with you is to maybe throw out some like escapes type scenarios at you, and and you can maybe put your thought into how you would escape them. Oh, absolutely. So I I have one. Yeah. China.、Mm-hmm. Four in the morning. Supercomputer room. No windows. Okay. You hack yourself into the system. You get out through a wire. Oh, wow! Smart. Okay. Do you,、uh, okay.、Uh, and is it difficult to hack into into this the into computer the system? Yeah. Very. Yeah. It's very hard. It's people think it's scientifically impossible. Not so. Let's scale it back a bit.、Uh, disgusting bathroom and a crowded bar. Flush yourself down the toilet. Simple as that. Yes. And you have Now, to you have to fold into yourself a little bit because toilets are small. But once、uh-huh. you've done that,、mm-hmm. you can reach your. Usually, I use my left foot and just、uh-huh. hit the little flusher. So, did you have to maybe train yourself to not be able to, you know, to be able to hold your breath underwater and all of those kinds of things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did rigorous training in that. How long does it take to learn that sort of breathing technique? Took about ten minutes for、oh. for me. I mean, for us too, it probably probably right, would take us it's that clone, long. It's a clone thing.、I、yeah,、think. genetically, we are engineered, at least our line of clones, to adapt to many dangerous situations and acquire new skills quickly. So,、mm-hmm. great. All right. So, any of our clones listening? Yeah. I know this so, is for radio. Yeah. But is there a way you can demonstrate that breathing technique for us now? Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Sure. Now, obviously, you can't see this, but、uh, Blake has actually put her left hand all the way down her throat. So, it, 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 she's actually、uh, keeping the air inside of her lungs and moving them, but her entire mouth is blocked by her hand. That is a fascinating technique. Okay! Wow! Wow! That was、oh, amazing. Here's a great escape <laughs>、uh, scenario for you.、Mm. You just in a relationship, and you feel like it's fine, but like maybe you could use some air.、Mm-hmm. How would you escape it? I guess I would call Paolo, and I would have him fly a jet.、Uh, Paolo's my fly guy, and I'd have him fly a jet to the nearest building roof, and I would probably、uh, I'd climb out the bathroom window. Jump to the adjacent building, climb to the top, get in the jet, and go away. Just like a, a nice、that's, vacation to Costa Rica or yeah, something. Yeah, that's. Just, I mean, that's just sort of. That's not really an escape. That's just sort of a well, how I get places. I guess feels、so、like an escape. Very fast. Wow, this is so inspiring, Blake. I have to say, it's、Thank、really、you. just so inspiring. I already feel safer 
I don't feel that penetrating fear that I normally do, even sitting in a room like this where I know everybody, that someone is going to swoop in and knock me up full of sleep drugs mm -hmm. and then take, take me away to a lab somewhere. Now, Blake, I know this is a big ask because we did ask you to just come in and, and discuss your techniques with us, but it would be a huge honor if you would escape this room. Oh, um, okay, yeah, sure. We've loaded um, it up with many booby traps. Great. Some fun surprises oh, for the oh, audience yeah. at home. Cool. We won't tell you what those are. Okay. So yeah, okay. whenever you're ready. Okay, great. <clears throat> Namaste. Wow, she's just sitting and, and meditating very quietly. I think she's getting her bearings, yeah. Okay. She's probably well, she's listening already... to the tone of the room to, to see if any of the vibrations will tip her off to where the booby traps are using sort of a echolocation. Yeah, yep, that's exactly what she's doing. Yep. Oh, wow. See, she he has fantastic Oh, wow. Okay, so some sort she's of Tibetan meditation... And her arms are extended all the way out. And oh my goodness, that's a backflip! Oh wow, that, that is, is the very most impressive. that is the most quiet backflip I've ever seen. I have never seen a backflip so quiet in my life. She's like a ninja turtle, made of water. Wow, and she's just at this point just standing on one foot in the middle of the room, the other foot entirely extended up. And it looks like there's a third foot. Oh, how did... Well, that is incredible. And she's gotten over the water booby trap. Good job, Blake. That, that I thought, was the hardest one in the room. Didn't you think that was the hardest one Without in the room? Without splashing any of the water. That is incredible. How did she do that? She's moving faster than water. I can't even see her anymore. Oh, my... Where... Is she still in the room? I'm up here. How did she... What? <gasps> how did she... What? Hello. Wow. Okay, well, still has an escape, though. I'm enjoying myself. Taking my time. What's this? <gasps> she is outside of the window glass. Oh, how, what, she was on the other side, she was she's, on the other side of the room for the she's window. Hugging, she's, she's hugging our producer. How, Jen, are you did, okay? Jen? There's a clone touching your hair, Jen. Jen, no, behind you, Jen. Jen, behind you. No, she the other behind see, you. She keeps switching which side of Jen she's on. Oh, my goodness. And now, wait, wait. Jen is wearing your clothes and you're wearing Jen's clothes. How did that even happen? And Ethan's not wearing clothes at all. Oh, my. She is astonishing. And she's back. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank like, you. That was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. It's just, a, you know, it's just a Tuesday. And is there a way that maybe our audience can can learn from you or or can like follow you? Yes, I YouTube everything. Like I'm on YouTube. It was this on YouTube. This is on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I was. I also Meerkat. I have not heard of that one. Oh, it's like a live broadcast of. Oh, there's a lot of those. Now, mm, aren't there's there? a second one that just came out. Periscope. Periscope. That's it. Yeah, where you just. Hey, I'm taking a shower. Watch me at ten. 
Yeah. Okay. I've watched a lot of people take showers. This episode of Duplicast was written and performed by Anna Rubinova and Siobhan Thompson with special guest Shirako Dunlap. It was produced by Jen Poyant, Caitlin Thompson, and Paula Schumann, with production help from Ethan Scheel. Our musical theme was composed by Jay Cowett, who loves eating stinky foods in public spaces. Gross, Jay. 